Well, hello there, my friends, and welcome back to 15-Minute Free Thinking, the podcast that could be 15 minutes or an hour. I would say they're generally around 20-25 minutes. Today I have a few topics I'd really like to discuss and I think are very important, and usually the topics that I discuss have to do with things that I believe are holding us back as a as a whole, as a species, not as a particular culture or nation, even though those are issues that do come up and everyone has to protect their own family first, their, you know, community second, their nation, so on and so forth. But um, let me just start off with going through a few of the things that I'm going to discuss here. I'm going to be talking a little bit about partisanship and how people get sucked into believing their sides, as well as uh, what it's like to grow up and realize you know nothing, and what it's like to uh, realize society as a whole is suffering from the Dunning-Kruger effect, but uh, also mental health, taboo topics, things we can't talk about, uh, male and female, trans, health, races. These are all important things. I'm going to start off with my telling you, you know, as a kid, when I was young, I had no respect for authority. (laughs) I had issues with the police from a very young age, not in any real trouble, but just the kind of, you know, my brother and I were kind of, I guess you'd call us troublemakers. We lit a couple fires and had some issues, but once the cops know you, they know you. And uh, I had very little respect for authority because of the way I'd been treated by authority. And the same with teachers I'd had all through my past, you know. And But as a kid, as a teenager, I thought I knew everything. And this continues into your 20s. You think you've got the world figured out. And all the older generations are just idiots. And look how uninformed they were. And look at the old ways and all these dumb old conservatives who know nothing about how a society should flourish. Then you grow up. And then you get over your first Dunning-Kruger hump, if you will, where you thought you knew more than you know. And when I grew up, I saw that a society needs to cooperate. This is how we have achieved what we've achieved, regardless of how we feel about progress. But we use science so we can agree on at least one basic principle for how to achieve information and share knowledge. This is how we've created amazing alloys and metals that can hold up skyscrapers. So we research and we use the science and we check the statistics, then we have peer-reviewed studies. At least, that's the way it used to be. The science over the past several years has been stolen. It's become meaningless. The way that many companies and corporations hire their their own internal scientists to do the studies. There is a whole episode I'm going to do on science in the future. I'm not quite ready for it, but I have a bunch of notes and a chart uh, of where the money can cause problems and where human error can also cause problems. But that's for another time. The thing is, once you get to a certain point in your, in your life, you know, you might ask yourself, why does everyone seem so fake? And this occurred to me yesterday as kind of an, not an epiphany so much as just a, a way to word something. The reason why everything and everyone seems so full of shit is because nobody knows what's real. And I mean that with all love. People don't understand what is true so we coalesce into these groups 
and we form tribes. All of us do it at one time or another, even if we grow out of it. Having a tribe does not mean it's a bad thing. Having a tribe can be having a community. It can be hanging out with a bunch of hippies at a dead show, like is something that I consider my tribe. I see somebody wearing a Grateful Dead hoodie, I think, ah, you know, there's something we can relate on. But often you find out when you get to know the person, well, he's just a piece of shit. What an asshole. <laughs> he's just wearing a dead hoodie, but he's a total jerk. Just because you're in a group doesn't mean that you're going to approve of all the other behaviors of that person. This makes it very difficult as a human when you get to an age where you realize that all the teachers, all the principals, the leaders, the CEOs, these amazing billionaires that earned their way, you find out it's all bullshit. You find out the system's rigged. You find out that people are only going to give you the information that you need to know. That history has always been written by the victors. And then you start to question everything. And this is where it can all go wrong. Because often people will start becoming so suspicious that they stop believing anything at all. And that's a very dangerous, dangerous, dangerous slippery slope that never ends. When we distrust everyone, we've already lost. We have no way to gain knowledge. So we as individuals have to build up our ability to see through the bullshit. One might call this intuition. In a way, our intuition is not something that is, it's not the same as instinct, it's not something, it's something that's actually learned through our past experiences or others' past experiences, whether it's conscious or subconscious. And intuitively, I feel like something is really wrong with the world right now. And that's why I'm talking about these deep issues. People are outraged for all the wrong reasons. And let me give you a couple examples. People cannot even discuss taboo topics without feeling like they, they're going to be ostracized. I, I heard someone say the other day, someone that, someone that I know well, and mind you, I'll, I'll just keep, keep the names because, you know, it seems like these days, if you even mention, you know, if I were to tell you who it was and you knew that person, you'd say, oh, how could this person say that? You know, it's like people... This was my point, that people are afraid to speak out, say, on the liberal side. And this person's a liberal, uh, I believe. And he said he was watching a BBC interview where a guy was laying out the case for this anti-woke culture kind of discussion they were having, where he was saying that it's damaging when we ignore different genders and just say that there is no such thing as gender because it goes against what all of biology has taught us. And But people are afraid to speak up on it because then you get into people's personal lives. A person who's trans or a person who's intersex, a person who was born with male and female genitalia. To even bring up those topics is taboo. And it can be considered hate speech by some people. You know, a lot of people will th might, might know that Joe Rogan, a lot of people call him a transphobe. You know what the truth is, though? Joe Rogan actually, what he said is that there's an MMA fighter who was a man and it was transitioning, but still had that build. And in mixed martial arts, during a fight, you know, uh, gave some lady a, a huge abrasion or something. She got really hurt during the fight. And what he was saying is, it's not fair that somebody that's born with a man's frame should be able to compete in such a violent sport. And uh, he got so much hate for that. 
but the thing is, and and what my friend was talking about the other day, he said that uh, he said cancel culture is real, and I, I, I'm assuming it, before that he didn't think it was real. But that's the thing. I'm a liberal, and over the last couple of years, I've become disgusted with the way people try to push others, to coerce others, and make them feel guilty. Talking about white guilt and making others feel like everything they say is somehow racist. So if you talk about the physical health of people, for example, our needs as individuals, that becomes taboo. When health becomes taboo, we have a problem. And I'm talking about trans health. I'm talking about gay health, different races, and how for example, African Americans are more likely to have sickle cell anemia, something that is just genetic. We don't even talk about genetic diseases because we're afraid of disparity of race. We don't talk about male and female differences anymore because I heard somebody use the term the other day, what was it, childbearing human or something. It's just become so absurd that I feel like finally it's at their tipping point where people are realizing it's bullshit that they don't agree with all this crap that the extreme, I, I hate to call them the far left, I had a discussion about that the other day where somebody was saying that there is no far left, and those are the people I'm talking about, and uh, the ones who are uh, really off the deep end. I wouldn't call them liberals, but let's. when I said talking about physical health, the next important aspect of this is mental health. Mental health has become so taboo, it's difficult to even talk about. You look at the homeless crisis, you look at all the problems going on out there. A lot of people have serious mental issues, and this is difficult to address. It's not hopeless, because I've seen people who have gone through psychosis and seen them recover full, 100%. But our psyche is extremely important. We have mental health issues within groups, within the gay or trans community. We have mental health issues within our cultural groups, within our smaller groups, within our family units, and genetic. Because a few people have genetic issues where they are constantly anxious, where maybe they have depression, and it's not easy for them to overcome. We try to kind of box everybody up and generalize everything. And suicide becomes a huge issue, which deserves a whole discussion on its own. So what I've seen arising over the last few years, if we don't like something, or it makes us uncomfortable, it's become acceptable for people to equate it with hate speech, or racism, sexism, and today, anti-vaxxer. That's the label that's thrown at people if they say, well, I'm not sure if I want to get that anti-vaxxer. Generalizations have become so quick. It's like no one thinks anymore. No one really wants to know why people feel the way they feel or the real issues within their community. So people just dig in deeper. In fact, people, the vax example was bad because there is no community there's a very small vocal group who are like, rah, rah, no, they're horrible, don't ever get the shot. And most people who are just like, no, nah, I just choose not to. I'm not in a group or in agreement with all these people, right? But, but through all of this, this is just the latest culmination in something that's been ongoing for decades. We follow the science only when it agrees with what we want to believe or it suits us. And we've done this with religion for a long time, so it's really nothing new. We use coercion and guilt against each other to try to make point the finger and make 
claims and assessments about each other that are not true. And that's even more the reason why so many people on the left are saying, this is too much. I am not going to stand up for this kind of crap. And um, I guess I say the left in the sense that it's the very small options we have, it seems, thrown into the left and right. I've always been center. I'm an independent thinker. But uh, in times of confusion, and this has been shown over and over in different cultures, in different war-torn regions, people jump on a bandwagon to preserve themselves, to preserve their own psyche and their own well-being. They jump on to a group because it makes them feel more comfortable to think that others believe what they believe. And this is why it's not that, the say, the government or corporations are necessarily causing the, um, uh, the division, but rather preying on it and widening that gap because it sells a lot of merchandise. It sells a lot of media time and ads. You know, I say not just shame on the media and not just shame on the, quote, officials, which is not how science should operate. There should be panels and groups. Um, shame on the alternative media for jumping on their bandwagon. You know, they say, well, anytime the mainstream media says one thing, we're just going to say the opposite and uh, make claims before we have it. It's the Alex Jones syndrome, like somebody says. You know, even a uh, broken clock is right twice a day. And uh, for Alex Jones, all the claims he made, of course, you can pick out a few that were true. But when damage is done because of lies, it confuses people. We need the truth. We need fair, honest truth and assessment, peer-reviewed studies. We need... First of all, to not tie politics in with health and science. This is the worst thing we could have ever done. Because the minute we've politicized a drug, like hydroxychloroquine, for example, it's totally been associated with elections now. I mean, it is preposterous what we've done to our rational thinking. And it makes me wonder how much we ever really had it. But there's a lot of finger pointing. There's a lot of blame, there's a lot of speculation, and there is always a scapegoat. I can reflect on my past and say, okay, I fell into prey to some of the you know, division and hate in the past over certain issues because I was not properly informed on the truth. But the thing is, I never really dug in my heels. It's even with Trump. I always said I didn't like the guy, but I'm not, you know, there was a part of him that I said maybe it was necessary for this country because it's better than the alternative. I don't like his attitude, and I still don't. But I see how people can talk about the Trump derangement syndrome, for example. People just wanted to hate everything he said, not because of what he said. People have failed to analyze anymore. And so the reason why we coalesce in groups is because removing ourselves from an argument is painful. It really is. And uh, that's because then we have to be alone. And that's how I feel. Sitting here right now, I feel very alone in my thoughts because I do believe a lot of the hope and dreams and change and progress of the left. And I also believe in a lot of preserving a lot of the values we already have as citizens from the right, for example. Like, I'm pro-Second Amendment. I'm pro-free speech. I'm pro-Constitution. you know, I'm also pro-change and maybe compromise. Because compromise is really what the left used to be about. But this wasn't always this way. There is no left and right anymore. We have just neoliberalism. That's all we have. And so the people are really on our own again. And uh, so we're seeking connection. We're seeking approval. If we can find a group of people who agree with us, then we're likely to jump on board. 
And it's important that we don't do that if we truly feel that we something in our hearts that is not true. And we have to know our reasons. Falling back on celebrity gossip is rubbernecking. It's what so much of society has done. The view, the morning shows, the you know, gossiping about Hollywood, even gossiping about specific politicians. It's a complete waste of energy. And um, it's tribalism at its worst. But there's also, the, there's this belief that, that we can have infinite growth. So even as we're coming out of, say, the pandemic, uh, in my opinion, we're just going to have to just live with it. Um, people uh, still believe that we can continue to get back on track and have infinite growth. And I, somebody pointed out the other day, I don't remember how they worded it, but uh, infinite growth without checks and balances is called cancer. And not that humans are cancer, but people can be a cancer. And um, a lot of people have not asked themselves what really matters in life. And it really does come down to some of those first principles, those basic principles of freedom. You know, freedom for your own self, your own body, your own health, but also responsibility to your family, to the things you have to do in life to survive. It's really that simple. What really matters? Just the basics. I mean, anything beyond that is what we add to it. And I have chosen to live in positivity as much as possible, not chaos, even though the chaos surrounds me like a fog all the time. And um, it's because I've found that many people, they have no interest in change. They have no interest in looking within or finding any truth. They want to fit in wherever it may be. And that's totally understandable. Uh, and many people have good intentions as well, but the road to hell is paved with good intentions. So many of these old quotes can tell us so much about who we really are. I think people, most people, mean well, usually. And in fact, I think almost all of us really mean well in life. And understanding each other is paramount to improving our society. But understanding each other's intentions, you've got to get to know people. And when we meet people face-to-face, -face, we're much more likely to really understand where they're coming from. I wanted to point something else out here. The people come together in a disaster. But after I thought about this, I realized that uh, it's not just that people come together in a disaster. It's people come together during a short-term disaster. There was a tornado a few days ago which kind of dates this, uh, that went through Kentucky. It was one of the longest ever recorded. It was a monster, and it destroyed. I mean, besides the lives lost, many were hurt, but also the property damage is just astronomical. And, you know, all the people, all the neighbors, they come out and they help each other. They're not asking if they're liberals. They're not asking if they're conservatives. It doesn't matter. During the times of short-scale disaster, people help each other. But what I've also found is when those disasters get bigger and become longer and more drawn out, then we start pointing the fingers and getting frustrated at each other. And that's exactly what's happened with COVID. We've found the devils. We've found the witches. We've found the bad guys to point the finger at. And it's either those who got the shot or those who didn't. You know, dictators emerge from chaos because we're not paying attention when we're divided. That's how dictators always emerge during chaos. And um, people today, especially the younger generation, they never know the old world. I mean, they, they didn't, just like we never knew the old world of our parents, but they never knew the world before 
you know, before the Patriot Act. The immense, the fact that you could, you know, <laughs> yeah, people used to smoke on airplanes and carry knives through. It was, it's crazy, but we were convinced along the way that we were in danger. That's my point. We were, we've always been fed the bullshit narrative that as Americans, we're in danger and we need the government's help to save us. So the people buy into it and then they virtue signal. Whether it's the people saying we need a bigger military and, uh, or, or the, that are, that are on, say on the right, uh, maybe somebody on the left saying, no, we need more, more shots, right? We need more people to get vaccines. Both people have their, they both want to protect their society and they both have different ideas about how to do that. And maybe they're partially right or partially wrong in the big picture. Nobody's really in danger most of the time. We just put ourselves in danger. As Americans, we're strong. We can fight through anything. As communities, we are super strong. And um, I feel like the last two years, we've ignored all our real problems. We've pumped up the billionaires and just virtue signaled our way into oblivion. We're trying to figure out who we are as a nation, as a people, as a society. Our government's failed the public on every level during this pandemic, and yet some still support it and are still hanging on to the fact that, no, I trust these people and uh, the media the whole time. And we've got them still. What are they focused on? The one guy who was an anti-vaxxer who died from COVID. It'll be like their headline, you know? Pastor who denied COVID, now dead or in hospital. What are you, celebrating the deaths of people who didn't believe that they wanted to get a shot? It's unbelievable where we're at. It's disgusting. And if we continue this, our personal freedom will be gone. A lot of people don't want to study, they don't want to research, they want to be told what is true. And that's scary. We need to use our own time and effort to really look at things and try to be balanced. Confirmation bias, finger pointing, we can't talk about the real issues. It's it's mind-numbing. And all the while, even during the pandemic, they're still not talking about, say, health or taking care of yourself or vitamin D or other potential treatments. It's always get this, get this. And people, I think, are finally realizing some of the same people who, you know, have always been rallying against pharma greed and pharma profits are now completely rallying against their neighbor for not taking pharmaceuticals. It's a weird time to be alive. But at any rate, that's the end of my podcast. I have to go pick up my son from school. (laughs) I appreciate all of you. Thanks for coming along. Uh, If you're watching this or listening to this, regardless, I appreciate you. If you'd like to support the channel or my efforts, you can visit me on Patreon slash Carpo719. I appreciate anything you can offer, even for a buck a month. It helps me to pay for my podcast hosting. And um, also visit the video version if you'd like to leave a comment, because I guess we can't really do that on the uh, on the audio version. But uh, anyhow, times are changing, and I just want to see us all do better as individuals, as a society. So that's Carpo, signing off. Peace out.